Winning Retirement Radio. I'm Kristen Taylor. And I'm Greg Taylor. And I sure hope that today will be the first day of your winning retirement. Connect anytime at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. It's all online. Listen up, class, because school is back in session. It's going to be a crazy time at the Taylor House. Christians in cross country, and it's just uh, busy, busy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Aww, but Kristen, yeah. notice she's a little quiet over there because <laughs> you're like the yet. shuttler. You're the... Well, that role is being alleviated a little bit because Christian now is a driver. Watch out. He is on the road. <laughs> the sidewalks oh. are no longer safe. He's already had a funny incident with uh, getting lost. He put in home road instead of go home and he ended up on the other side of town and nothing yeah. in his... <laughs> brain triggered him to say okay i'm nowhere near grove city (laughs) (laughs) bless his little heart i have this app called life 360 where i can kind of follow i can see how fast he's driving and all that stuff these poor kids don't have a chance in the dark when i was a kid i could get away with a lot of stuff they can't get away with anything i can even see if he's doing heart breaking if he's doing fast accelerations and i know so he called me and i was just pulling it up coincidentally and i'm like you know you? you're about 40 minutes from our house, right? <laughs> Bless his heart. He was supposed to be in Dublin, and he's in the southeast side of town. I'm like, do you need you me know, to come get you? I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm figure like, it out. Okay. He's got a phone and all the things that says turn I did, left. I didn't even have a GPS when I was exactly. learning to drive. I had those little red maps up in Lake County and Cuyahoga County. You had these map books. And that's what I use the navigator. If I was really prepared, I would print off a map quest. I yes, remember when those first started towards oh, yeah. the end of high school mm-hmm. for me. Greg, you didn't have you didn't have map quests when you were oh, in high gosh, school. Oh gosh, no, I had the little red book. That you had the yes, book too. Yeah, the yeah. map book and you'd open that thing up yep. and and then I had to visit a family in Chillicothe and I didn't realize that This is a long know, time book, ago, right? Oh my goodness, yes. Okay. A long time ago. Years and years ago. But this one road that I was looking for, there was like six different sections that didn't connect. So yeah, it, it was it was a long, long day out there. At the same time, we also used kind of this thing between our ears called our brain and common sense to go, I don't recognize any of this. I need to yeah, figure out what exists with teenage boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. And back then, you know, I, I didn't have a cell phone. In fact, nobody did. And, you know, you'd look for a pay phone so you could call uh-huh. and I'd say, how do I get to where you are? <laughs> or stop at a convenience store and say, hey, is that highway such and such, like 10 Street over, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Wasn't there a trick with pay phones where if you didn't have the dime? Because I remember it was a dime, then it was a quarter, but there was a hack where you didn't have to pay. You would say what you needed to say real call, quick. Collect, as a collect, call, collect, That's what it was. Oh, remember yes. that? Remember that commercial was on TV and uh, the couple's calling to, but they're calling collect, mm-hmm. and they said, how the baby eats the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was the name. That's what you would do. I, I've done that before, yes. where you where you say something what you're trying to say without. Long distance used to be a thing, call. kids. <laughs> Definitely thinking of the kids starting school and mom and dads, especially grandparents too. I know we've got a lot of grandparents yeah. that do a lot of the work with the kids, so absolutely, they're stepping it into high gear as well. And we are going to step it into high gear now on Winning Retirement Radio. Bank of America just released a survey finding Americans are pulling money out of their 401ks for more than just retirement. So far this year, 36% more people are taking withdrawals than they did last year. And some are borrowing against those retirement accounts at a startling rate for emergencies. 
it's not a great idea because of the penalty and taxes. I know that through doing this radio show with you guys, but clearly some people feel they're in that tough of a spot. Carrie Hannon from Yahoo Finance shares the rest. This isn't the first study that is showing us this sort of uptick in people reaching into their savings for retirement. And it's happening a lot because of, you know, the financial stresses of inflation are sort of lingering. It's coming to fruition right now. And people are facing very high credit card debt. And as we know, credit card interest rates are phenomenally high right now. And they're just feeling that pinch of not being able to make ends meet. And that bothers me just on a human level. I know you guys, too. But I I also sit here and wonder if this means the economies inside of my house, the Taylor's house, our listeners' homes are starting to be impacted more by the Fed, inflation, and the true state of America's economy, not just what's happening on Wall Street. Well, you know, I didn't intend for this to tie together, but that story I was telling you about Christian being lost, the funniest part of it was he was actually where he was wanting to go next. So instead of just going to that house, he came all the way home and then still wanted to go back to his friend's house. (laughs) So he took the long way around. And I think sometimes with this, with withdrawing a 401k dollars, I think sometimes people are unintentionally taking the long way around. Hmm. And with credit card interest rates being so high, Mm -hmm. they're seeing those 28. I, I think I saw one recently it was one of our cards, but we pay ours off. Um, it was mm-hmm. like an update, you know, with the user terms and agreement update or whatever they send out. And I want to say it was like 32% on cash advances or, mm. or something like that. And I think they're seeing those high interest rates and they're thinking, oh, I'll just pull it out of my retirement account. Yeah, it's easier. It's just going to cost right. me less. Nope. <laughs> but, it, but it won't necessarily because you're paying tax on those dollars. If you're under 59 and a half, you're paying a penalty on those dollars so it's adding up and not only that in a lot of cases those accounts are still down Mm. from the 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 kind of the roller coaster ride we've had right so you're pulling out of an account that's already lost which is going to affect you even greater than if you're pulling out where you're ahead of the game right where you're in the Mm. positive so it's that taking the long way around you know what you know you you don't know what you don't know right you're not Mm -hmm. thinking clearly because you have an end goal in sight. You know, with my son, he had an end goal in sight to get his swim trunks. He, I said, <laughs> well, why don't you just ask to borrow somebody's swim trunks since you were right near their house, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so it's not that it's a bad thing necessarily that you're trying to become make a solution on your own. But in the case of withdrawing funds, it's so much better to contact the professional to figure out what makes the most sense in your situation. There's so many pressures that people are facing financially. A lady from Yahoo Finance just mentioned inflation. What about shrinkflation? Mm-hmm. My mom was over at our house last Sunday after church for dinner. Kristen had made some amazing, it's a kind of a hack for Chipotle, only hers is way better than Chipotle. Oh, thank you. Uh, you we know, earned so, some points. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we were going to have like a leftover taco bar for lunch, and it was delicious. So mom came over, we're talking, and I can't remember the exact product now, but she says, you know, you just don't get as much in it as you used to. I said, yeah, mom, that's called shrinkflation, you know, and so many things. I used to buy the Wendy's Junior Cheeseburgers when they were, you know, the dollar menu or 90, I think it was 99 cents. You mean when there was something to it? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Maybe six months ago, I thought, that sounds really good. I'm going to have a Junior Cheeseburger. So I go to the drive-thru window. Junior Cheese Deluxe, everything, no mustard. That's exactly what I say. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
this is like the size of a silver dollar. You know, I mean, can, this thing I, is tiny. I have a bone to pick with you about that. You don't have to say everything no mustard. It doesn't come with mustard. I just you want to make sure. You confuse them when you say that. Okay, they he know I want everything double, but mustard. So what's the sure. problem? He, then he gets mad if it has mustard on it. I'm like, well, you mentioned mustard. If you wouldn't have mentioned mustard, it wouldn't have come on there. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Poor Greg. So, so there's all that. And life happens to all of us, and, and sometimes the pressure you feel like, oh, my goodness, I have no other choice. Mm. But hopefully by the time you're retired or you're getting real close to it, you set yourself up for success. And how do you do that? Well, you need an emergency fund. Yeah. Now, we typically recommend to people that as they're getting ready to retire to have between fifteen and $100,000 in their emergency fund, which we call the sleep well at night account. And then, you know, once you've calculated how much income and everything you need, now we want to do our best to protect that income with as little money as possible. And that's, you know, that's your income fund. We call them buckets. So you have your liquid bucket, your income bucket, and then your growth bucket. Hmm. So that in the event that times like this happen, inflation's high and everything's more expensive, now you've got an emergency fund to fall back on. But if things are tight and you don't have all that yet, that should be what you aspire to. But if you're getting close to retirement, now's the time to test it out and see, okay, am I really set up for retirement success? Find out how to do that and interact with the show at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. I just can't believe still going back to earlier, Christian is out there navigating the lanes of traffic. Yes, and uh, Christian will not be enjoying life in the fast lane because his mama will be watching. In fact, <laughs> the teen boys from our church had a swim night at one of our leaders' homes, and then the girls came over to our house to swim. And so Christian wanted to drive, so I rode with him. And I look over, and in, you know we're on 270, and he's inching close to 75. I'm like, bud, mm. your mom's going to nail you. You better, uh, you better back it down. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can see everything. So no life on that in the app. fast lane for Christian. <laughs> no, and really, does there need to be life? Life goes too fast. Slow down. A little it, bit. it really does, and and we're starting to realize that more and more. All with us, the boys yeah. at home, you know, Kristen's getting this little bit of uh, nostalgia that's uh, come over her lately. And mm -hmm. uh, however, you know, we haven't recognized yet, Kristen Charles, that this past week was your birthday. Twas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not quite birthday. as exciting as when Two you're 16 years. or 17, yeah. right? After 40, you're just kind of like, do we really <laughs> have to talk? I mean, it's just another day. Let's get some work done. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, we got to make sure that everybody knows that you had another birthday. Hey, maybe I'll go to Longhorn or something big time like that. Oh, yeah. Or True Food Kitchen. Oh, that's right. That's your new one. Forgot yeah. about it. I'll take a note. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of taking notes and paying attention... The question all of us would like an answer to listening today is, how much money do I need to retire? A recent Charles Schwab survey found Americans think they'll need about $1.8 million for a comfortable retirement. But many of them, unfortunately, that is simply just a guess. And that's why I thought it could be helpful to mention this Yahoo Finance article that I sent you guys, the five biggest things that confuse Americans about retirement. And if you're up for it, maybe we could go through their five and see if our listeners can get a better understanding of how much they might need. What do you think? Sure. I love it. Because we want to know how much we need to retire, we need to know how much should I save? 
Well, that's a big, big question. Now, you know, we always talk about the three buckets on the show, and certainly if you have no money saved, then you have nothing to fill your buckets with. Mm -hmm. But how much you put in each one of those is really based on what you need. And it's so funny. We have people come in and they'll say, well, you know, I'm used to living on, you know, $3,000 a month. I mean, I have to congratulate them because that's a tough thing to do in in today's economy. But we do have some people that come in and say, oh, you know, Social Security is going to be enough for me. Very few, but a few. And others say, you know, I need ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month to be able to retire. And, and so how much you need to live your lifestyle really depends on how much you need to save. Okay. What should I invest in? Now, see, this is dicey because different ages, I know there's different suggestions you guys have. First of all, where I should invest, to me, from a tax standpoint, I want you to invest in a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k as far as the type of account to put your money in because you're paying taxes at today's tax rates, which by the way are historically low, low compared yeah. to history. I know none of us think taxes are low, but, but they are comparatively. And how much do you put in there? Well, you put in at least up to your company match because I mean- Where can you go to get 100% return on your money? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. free money. That's for sure. But so you know, that's not as want... common as it used to be. It isn't, but there are still several places that do. And if your company matches, at least do that. And if you can afford to max it out, so if you're 50 and older, you can put up to $30,000 a year in your 401k. Hmm. And so if you can put 30000 into your Roth 401k, okay, you've already paid off Uncle Sam, so your debt to society is over with that. Now, what you put in there, plus all its growth, are going to be tax-free in the future. So... And then the individual investments that you go into are really based on, first of all, where you are in life. So if you're 30 or 40, you can afford to be more aggressive than if you are 60 or 70 or even older. And maybe some people just want the simplicity of mutual funds. Others, maybe you have a 401k and and so you put it in that target date fund because you're not quite sure where to invest it. And so this is not a recommendation for any of those. Some people like individual stocks and others, you know, like, you know, somebody else managing it for them. Some like, you know, low cost index funds, but ultimately how you invest is really based on, you know, what you need out of it and, you know, how much risk you're comfortable with. All right. So how much money do I need to retire? You need to know how much you should save. You need to know what you should invest in. The third on their list, when should I retire? That's a big question. It's not only a financial decision as far as when, but it's also an emotional decision, I think. Mm-hmm. So many people aren't ready from an aspect of the emotional side because, you know, it's it's what's defined them their entire life. Even if you've switched jobs over the years, you're still a doctor or a lawyer or whatever your position has been. That is That is who you are. And so there's so much definition as... As to that, as well as your social side, you know, your friends, typically your closest friends are the ones you work with because you're with them every day of the week. So that part of it's hard. Another thing that falls under that decision making realm is healthcare. Mm. So if mm-hmm. if you're not 65 and you're going to have a gap with healthcare benefits, then you really need to look at the cost of that and see if it fits into your overall budget of what you've saved 
and and if it works for the amount of time you needed to work for until Medicare sets in. And you know, Kristen, just two weeks ago, a, a couple came in, so much fun. They were so nice, and we sat down together, and they're sharing with me their story, and tell me about their lives, how they how they met each other, and oh. and you know their jobs. And the husband's sixty four, and the wife is I think sixty or sixty one, and um, so they're talking to me and going through all this stuff. And he says, you know, Greg, I'd really love to retire in a year at age sixty five because then I'll be eligible for Medicare. I won't have to worry about health insurance. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can understand. And so we, we started really digging in to how much money they needed in retirement. And they weren't really quite sure at the beginning, so I kind of did some reverse math with them. I said, okay, let's talk about what you both bring home now. And so we figured that out, and, and so we took note of that. And I said, okay, each month, how much extra goes into your savings after you pay all the bills and your lifestyle stuff? And they said, you know, we really don't really tuck much in savings, maybe a hundred or two. Hmm. I said, okay, so you're basically spending what you bring home. And they said, yeah. And I said, okay, so we know that's the number we need. And then we start taking inventory of everything they had saved. And now I started to get a little concerned because our gap for income was about $50,000 a year. They had done a good job saving, by the way. They would saved about $750,000. But unfortunately, there's no way confidently I can get them in one year $50,000 a year out of $750,000. You know, we're talking and, you know, we haven't even tested everything yet. We haven't even gone through everything yet. So here I'm telling this couple, look, I'm going to run my analysis and I'm going to do the best I can for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm a bit concerned if you retire in a year, we're not going to be able to fill your gap. Mm. And you could see them get a little bit deflated. But I said, you know, I don't want you to come on board with me and me give you some pie in the sky idea. Okay, just work with us and we're going to make it all happen. No worries. And, and then later on you find out, well, gosh, this isn't reality at all. So in some cases, when to retire is how you feel about it. Mm. But in other cases, it's okay Maybe you need to work four or five more years so that we can let this cook long enough to be able to get you the income you need. Well, and that, I mean, you kind of covered the next one with that is how do you create an income stream? That's exactly how we do it. We go through and we run the numbers and we see what makes sense for creating income that will last throughout your life mm -hmm. with the dollars you've saved. And for different people, it's different things. Sometimes it's the way Greg builds the portfolio and sometimes it's adding contractually guaranteed insurance vehicles in order to create those income streams. To protect it, right. So it just depends. And, and the, the tighter that budget is, the more feasible we think it is to create a plan with insurance than it is just market mm. because of how the market's working, because of how market risk is. But it just depends on each family. Because do you want the sequence of your market returns to determine your retirement success, or do you want to have 
contractual agreement that will protect your retirement success. Connect anytime at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. Greg Taylor is an investment advisory representative of Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the state of Ohio. The firm only conducts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, and this station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product. The information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with the competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and the suitability of any investment ideas. Past performance is not guaranteed of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.